0: Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations.
1: We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life.
0: Welcome back. This is the Living Box Free podcast. I'm Becky. And I'm Ashleen. And today, back by popular demand... (laughs) We're going to talk about boundaries. More boundaries. And more boundaries. My dog hates the boundaries of our backyard. (laughs) You can tell by the line along the side of the fence. (laughs) (laughs) But boundaries are a good thing. They are. And we're going to talk
1: specifically about boundaries and family. Yes, because I polled the audience, and that's most of what I got. Now, there were some other answers, and we'll hopefully come back to those. Yes. But most of it was, how do I make boundaries with my family.
0: Let's tackle probably the most difficult one. All right. Yeah, let's do it.
1: (laughs) This might end up being an intro to (laughs)
0: boundaries with my my family. It could be multiple episodes. (laughs) The story of our podcast right now. (laughs) Well, we're going to start with what is on the rise with you, Ash? I
1: feel like I've been, (laughs) so I'm a coffee drinker, drink a lot of coffee. I realized, so you can put different things in your, uh, whoop, the activity Mm. tracker we use. And you can have it, like, calculate, okay, how much, you know, does caffeine impact your recovery, your sleep, that kind of thing. And I realized I can just stop putting caffeine in because I drink it every day (laughs) and about the same amount every day that it doesn't make a difference. And Whoop is like, you're not changing anything. I can't calculate any (laughs) difference. So I'm like, okay. But I think my coffee is getting stronger and stronger. Hmm. And I made a French press of coffee yesterday that I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, gluing my eyes open. This is, Does is it do intense. you like it? I do like it, but I think I need to tone it down a little bit. Mm. It's it's been subcon a subconscious move toward very, very bold, very, yeah. very dark coffee. And I think I need to dial it back just a touch. Yeah. That's good. So it's a
0: simple thing, but what about you? It's very simple. But it's good. <laughs> for some reason I'm thinking like <laughs> drug addicts. You're like, oh is this too much cocaine I should dial back. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you. You're not so addicted you can't dial back. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if they do that or not, but I, <laughs> Well, now that we've talked about that What's on the rise for me I'm actually going to say, gosh I'm just going to throw it out there I would love to handstand walk Hmm. I've had one or two people Make jokes There's this competition That's in August that we do Oh yeah, That's a very high level competition It has handstand walking in it this year And I've had two people make jokes to me Be like, hey Becky, you're going to learn how to handstand walk So you can do this competition And I'm like, haha, maybe and then yes. here I am falling on the ground. The answer is yes. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. You can. Uh, so I have handstand walking aspirations. Okay. I'm at this point and I did text Ash. I was like, how would you feel about doing some personal training with an actual gymnast? Yes. <laughs> so that is, I need a lot of help. Yeah. <laughs> if this is ever <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> and a lot of padding
1: for oh, falls. I've been watching the, um, you know, all the Olympic gymnast gymnastic stuff. It and so it's easy. like, it's ridiculous.
0: Oh man. It's beautiful. ridiculous. I I do admire even more. I think now because there's gymnastics in CrossFit and we as normal humans try to do it. (laughs) I admire it even so much more. Just the body control it takes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I I think you can do it. In fact, this, I think you're closer to it than me. I think (laughs) as we're recording this, we're a few weeks out. So maybe by the time this episode airs, we'll be able to put up an update. Becky can handstand walk. And that be so fun. If you see that update. That'd be huge. Send her we'll send see. her a card or something. Yeah. Send her balloons.
0: Anyway, let's talk about boundaries. <laughs> Speaking of body control, Spe- let's talk about controlling <laughs> our relationships with <laughs> family. Oh
1: wow, cocaine to body control. We're going, it's going great. Oh,
0: beautiful segues. It's going
1: great. All right. I think that there are three key obstacles in terms of when it comes to setting boundaries with family. And I was thinking about it because we got so many responses. I mean I didn't so many. We probably <laughs> seven or eight <laughs> responses that said boundaries with family. Yeah. And I, I was trying to figure out what is it that makes it with family so difficult. And I think that there are three things. One is just expectations. I mean, we have unspoken expectations, we have spoken expectations, and we don't tend to in our families to communicate really well about expectations. There are some families that have really great communication over expectations, but most of us do not. Most of us don't sit down ahead of a family get together and say, this is what I'm expecting to happen at this event. It's just, we just don't. And so we have expectations for events. We have expectations for how much time we spend together, how often we call all of those things. And if you, un- unmet expectations are a huge source of disappointment, frustration, angst in families. That's number one. Number two, family dynamics and systems, they're complicated, y'all. Mm-hmm. Real complicated. And the thing about family systems is that people subconsciously don't want them to change. So, and I think we've talked about this before, where like you're in a system. This person plays this role. This person plays this role. And then when one person is like, no, you know what? I want to shift. The whole system subconsciously tries to pull them back into the known system because we don't like things to change, especially things that have been around for our whole lives. And it's complicated. We're fighting against that. Mm -hmm. And so if you're feeling like, man, I'm trying to shift. I'm trying to become healthy. And it just feels like they're fighting against me. They are. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I want to validate that. It's not the end of the world, and it doesn't mean you can't change. It doesn't mean they can't change, but you probably do it to, de- to them too. Yeah, That's the reality because we, we like our systems to stay consistent. So that's two. Three, roles change over the years, and because it's family and they're in your life for your whole life, as your roles change, we don't really give room for those roles to change. So I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about this. I think this has been something that has, your life has changed drastically over the last Mm -hmm. year as a new mom.
0: Yes. Would love to hear your thoughts. Oh goodness. Roles changing. I think that you talking about the systems really Mm -hmm. stands out to me because I am the goofy middle child and Becky's the goofball. And even when I was pregnant, my sister and brother are both like, I can't imagine you as a mom. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I was like, me either. <laughs> but becoming a mother, I definitely have realized that those roles changing, it does shift, I would say more so the relationship with your immediate parents, but then also your relationship with your spouse and even with your friends. Because You have new responsibilities and just new priorities that you have to fit into your life. But then there's also this huge piece of as your roles change, your responsibility changes and it's your responsibility and it's Mm -hmm. my choice to decide what I do with my child and you have... Certain people, that family system, your parents who've always told you, this is what you need to do Right now. And expected you to do that. Yes. Yeah. yeah you, th- thou shall obey your yes. father and mother. That was a big yes. piece of my childhood. Yeah. And now I think there's that. It's hard for my parents. And and I do think when I went back and visited them last, I was very impressed with the lack of instruction that they gave me for what I need to do with my child. And it was really just us having fun. And yeah. that's what I needed. But I think that that probably is a struggle for them because yeah. they, they're, they are parents who like to say, this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. This is the right thing. this, And it's always out of love and what Absolutely. they think will be yeah. the best thing for you. And yeah, so that role change, it's still weird. Like, I mean, we're not even a year yet of being parents and we haven't even gotten to interact that much with our families since they live so far away and there's a pandemic.
1: Yeah. And that's something that's interesting about both you and I is we are many we're several states away from our families. Yeah. So that does make boundaries somewhat simpler. So my condolences to those of you who live <laughs> down the street and have to figure this it out. Just pop in unexpected. Yeah, pop in unexpectedly. Actually, I can't ex- Good. can't imagine ashes. that. No. <laughs> I get I get well, although last time my parents came to visit I think I got 24 hours of warning. So that was, yeah, that was, but that was fun. That was a good time. It was. I'm glad they did that. So all three of those things go together Mm -hmm. to make this perfect storm. So as we're talking about expectations, I think, and again, it's easier for me because I am far away from my family. And so there's just, there's an expectation of how often I communicate, but my parents do, my parents are really gracious to me. I, I don't really like talking on the phone, but it is the best way to talk, you know, communicate Mm -hmm. with them. And so I, I'm not very good about calling them often, but they're very patient with me and very gracious and they don't get mad at me. Yeah. And so finding ways to set those expectations um, and deal with those and create a family system and deal with the family system so that as it's pushing and pulling against you, you can be healthy. It's just, yeah, it's all cr- comes together to be really challenging.
0: Yes, One, one of the things I'll never forget, just listening to you talk, why is this so hard with family? I remember when I got engaged, my mom said something to the, it was something like, I'm so happy for you. No one will ever make you feel as good as your husband, Mm -hmm. but no one can also hurt you Mm -hmm. as bad as that person. And I think family, it is this, we, the people we love the most can also hurt us the deepest. Yeah. And there's that fear when setting boundaries, you're like, I don't want to hurt their feelings or how will they take this? And you can be really sensitive with your family unless you're one of those all-star families, like you said, who communications just comes easy. Um, We all wish that was us. Yeah. So I think when we think about why family is one of those top ranked things, it is, it's because you love them so much, but the people who you love
1: the most also can, it's the easiest to hurt them or them hurt you. Yeah. And family dynamics and roles kind of go together because I know that when I do go visit my family, I automatically just slide back into yeah. the the role that I have in my family, which is at that of Peacemaker. And so <laughs> sometimes I think my siblings might argue that I'm not that peaceful, but my goal is to make everybody happy. Yep. And that's what I mean by Peacemaker. Like I want everyone to be happy. And I automatically slide back into that, and I have to force myself to stop and assess: Is that the role that I want to be playing? Yeah. I don't. No one is being like, Ashleen, you need to step in and take this." Well, actually, sometimes my sister says, "Ashleyne, <laughs> <laughs> you need to handle this." Okay, all right, I'll take care of it. Yep. But for the most part, most people aren't saying you need to handle this. It's automatic for me because it's it was the pattern that I grew up in and that mm-hmm. dynamic system. What's it, what's it like? What are the family dynamics like in your family? Yes.
0: <laughs> well, you talk about sliding back into the, the old position. Yeah. I really was the, my, my sister was the headstrong oldest yeah. and she got in trouble most of the time. And I'd see that and be like, well, I don't want to get in trouble. And I was the goofy one that would always try to diffuse situations with humor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely got that from my dad. And then my little brother, six years younger, he was the one that always got picked on and was Mm. kind of like an only child, which you can maybe somewhat relate to. Yeah. He wasn't an only child, but like he was so much younger. My sister and I were very much a duo. And then there's Ronnie. And from our parents' standpoint, I would say my dad, definitely similar to me, the humor, silly one, uh, very much... The people person, my mom more the type A, this is what you need to do, this is how we do it, blah, blah, blah. Um, work, work a lot. So those are our family dynamics. And it is, I think it's weird for my family now to see me like they're forced to see me in a more of a I don't want to say professional, but like a less silly and goofy, but more of a serious manner. Yeah. Cause I am a parent now and I, you know, I have to do certain things You're and responsible yeah yeah and so I think that's weird for them now, I play that role all the time at work, yes, like I am a responsible I'm not just a goofy person. I would love to just be goofy all the time, but yeah. uh and so they but they don't ever get to see that
1: right. and even as a high schooler, I would imagine that was true. They just didn't see mm-hmm. it as much, yes, yeah, because you were doing f f a and all this you know all these different yep. things that required you to be s- serious at moments mm-hmm. and responsible, but it wasn't happening at home,
0: yeah. It's interesting you talk about Peacemaker because I was definitely, I don't know how you made peace, but I wanted everyone to be happy. Yeah. And I would i would use jokes or humor yeah. most of the time poking fun at myself yeah. to try to make everyone happy. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that's part of the reason why it's complicated with family. And also if you have a family with multiple sets of parents or, you know, step siblings and all of that it just gets even more complicated because you're blending multiple family systems and that's just yeah Whew.
0: yeah well like I'm throwing even, rocks
1: in a blender i'm even thinking like i've talked about my immediate family
0: yeah but i i haven't even mentioned i have a whole nother family yes. tristan's family yeah and then there's that that you marry into yeah there's yep. the family you marry into so you talk about blending you're families. dating someone
1: with yeah yep. yes
0: and and it's so crazy like you grow up thinking this is normal and then you get to know other families and you're like, whoa, we don't talk about work here. We just play card games. Yeah. Well, wow, this is different <laughs> or, yeah. uh, or, oh, okay. So we all just, you know, we don't need to use silverware. All right. <laughs> you know, like it's what, and yeah. I think those, once again, unspoken expectations or even that it's like those micro cultures within families. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I definitely can see very visibly certain pieces of family that will not talk about conflict mm. and though like something really bad will happen and they just won't talk about it yeah. and pretend like it never happened. That drives me crazy. Yes. Oh gosh. talking yes. about. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm like, how is no one talking about this? And, and so like those dynamics, they're just, they're different. And, yeah. and that once again, like what you want, other people don't always want that in your family. Yeah. They want to just pretend like that traumatic thing didn't happen.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that's just different. Yep, just different. That's just different. So that's why it's complicated, <laughs> y'all. In case you
0: were wondering. Yeah, I mean, you and I are have we have two huge similarities. Our parents are still together. Yep, and they live states away. Yes, <laughs> and and there are a lot of people who, yeah, parents they have step parents or they have in laws or extended family, multiple so,
1: sets of grandparents. Yeah, yeah, it's it's complicated. Yes. Complicated. So let's, I'm not going to end it there, but I would like to say <laughs> feel validated in the fact that this yeah. is complicated. It's hard. Yeah. So if you feel like it's a struggle, it is. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Just You're keep, not alone. Just keep working on it. So we have four tips. We're going to just work through real quick here to get started to working on family boundaries and how to set them in healthy ways. Number one, and I really think this is the the biggest key, is to work through your own roles and expectations. So you have to think about, and and we have a great example. You can use the superhero creed if you want to. I'm wearing our superhero shirt right now. She is. It's We'll post a picture
0: to social media. You too could win one if you leave us a review. Yeah. True story. Shameless plug.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if you work through your own roles and think through, why do I want this? So I want to be a good daughter. What is the why behind that? And what does that actually look like? Like, how do I work that out? If I also want to be a good employee or I also want to be um, a good mom to my own kids, what does that look like? How much time does it mean that I have to spend with my parents? How much time does it mean I have to spend with my kids, with my, you know, at work? Those kinds of things. You have to think through it ahead of time and figure out the why, both for your sake and for others.
0: Yep. I think that's huge. And I just, yeah, I think superhero creed is such a great processing tool to do that. You know, what are those most important roles and why do you need to set certain boundaries in order to be the best version you can be?
1: Yeah. So that's the first one. And it's really the big one. I think if you are able to do that, your eyes will start to be opened to what's happening when you're with your family What's happening when your mom calls and you're like, why do I feel this way? You know, is it infringing on one of your other roles or your expectation that you were the one that calls your mom instead of her calling you or whatever that is. If you can pinpoint those and figure out why, then you're going to be able to work through it. So that's the that's the main point. And then we have three other tips here. (laughs) And then if you can do that. Have the conversation ahead of time with your family and include your why. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to spend time with them or if you're going to you're going on a family vacation or you're going to talk about going on a family vacation, say, you know, I want to have this conversation about going on a family vacation. I want to talk about our expectations, and here's why. Because I want us to have a really good time together, but I also need to come back not feeling exhausted because I need to do a good job at work. Or whatever it is. So you are able to provide that why for you, which reminds you why you need to stick to your expectations and boundaries. But it also helps them understand that you're not just being a jerk. You're not just there being like, I don't want to spend time with y'all. You're saying, I care about this enough to set boundaries around it. And I care about the rest of my life enough to keep those boundaries.
0: Mm -hmm. The the last time I went home, it was for four days, I think. Mm. And I, I, I just know there's no way I can go four days without working out. Yeah, <laughs> And I, I was like, I will come home for this many days. If you all allow me to go work out, f- go to one CrossFit class each day yeah. and I'll yeah. go in the morning and, and my family's okay, cool. Yeah. Which they're way more happy about that now that I have a child than like when I was childless, <laughs> when I was childless, I think they're like, no, we want hundred yeah. percent of our time with you. Now I have a kid. They're like, get out of here. <laughs> we'll keep him. We'll keep him. Yep. Oh, are you still here? I didn't notice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What's your name again? (laughs) Oh, yes. I
1: remember you. (laughs) Yeah. And it's helpful to have your why ahead of time and to know that it's because you will be healthier and you will be happier and you will enjoy time with them better. Number three, try to have a personal debrief time after family time. So just take a minute and say, okay, in, in your example, which was great, you came back from that. Did that work? You know, did you mm-hmm. and you're, you're saying it was easier, actually, now that you have a kid. Yes. So, yes, it worked. And what can you do that next time? Yeah. And what what felt difficult? What what expectations of your own were not met? Mm. Um, and and why and how did that feel? And just try to spend a few even just a few minutes processing through. How was that experience? How is it when? My mother-in-law shows up unexpected. Like, how? what does it feel like? Process those things through. And then, number four, out of that processing time, how much of that or what parts of that are about you and your own expectations and how much of it or what parts of it are because of your family's expectations? And those are two very difficult things to separate out. Mm-hmm. But if you can start to process through that, you can learn what is in your control and what is outside of your control. And then as you work through your roles, you know how to set your boundaries and have a healthy relationship with your family. And I say that like it's a thing that I have done. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> I mean, I'm, pr- I'm processing. Yeah. It's, and I don't say that because my family's awful. My family's great. Yep. But it's complicated. Mm-hmm. And so it's difficult to process through why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like I'm letting my family down if I can't make it on family vacation? Is that about something they are doing or is that about my own expectations? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's my own expectations. They are not saying anything. Yep. Okay. What do I need to change? Can I change that? Or does it mean I just need to go on family vacation?
0: Yep. I think something else that's difficult is we talked about your roles changing and that, that's even like your where you are in life. Your boundaries don't always stay the same. So as you're maybe your job is more demanding, and you're like, I can't make family vacation, and and I I need a vacation just to be alone by myself. And so I think wh- one of the other difficult pieces here is the boundaries you need today might not be the boundaries you need mm, tomorrow. Yes, and so point. it's constantly communicating and updating your family and saying this is what I need now based on my life where I'm at my needs, but that could look very different. And then once again, it's having that conversation and being like, Hey, yes,
1: in the past, that's what I needed. But today I actually need something different. And then also understanding that that is true for them too. Yes. That their boundaries and their expectations and what they need might change and allowing those family dynamics to shift. It's hard. It's hard for life to change like that, but mm-hmm. allowing that to happen without fighting it. Yep. <sighs> There's a lot there guys. <laughs> I'd love to hear your thoughts what you feel like we said that makes sense if there's anything that you're like oh yeah I I would love to hear if there's anything you've done with Family Boundaries that you felt like worked that we didn't talk about I would love for my own personal edification yes, as well as to share on the podcast I would love to hear about it
0: we are in this journey with you
1: (sighs) we certainly are
0: yeah Well, thank you for great conversation and the input from all of our box breakers out there, family boundaries, who knows, maybe we'll have another episode on them and go even deeper based on your feedback. We might, we might, that would be fun until next time. Have a great one. Bye guys.